The following podcast is a Sydney Nanberg and SocialSaladSociety.com production. Hey, Social Salad family, it's Sydney, and welcome back to your Toss of Social Salad. This is your resource to learn about all things marketing and entrepreneurship to help you accelerate growth in your business and life. As you know, we believe that entrepreneurship is made up of marketing, passion, and mindset. If you are listening to this, then make sure you have your notes ready because we pack every episode with value. This isn't your average quote-unquote marketing podcast. This is your go-to audio toolkit where you are going to gain real-life insight, tips, strategy, and knowledge that you can apply to your business. If you are ready to bring the ideas in your mind to reality, then keep on listening and let's dive in. Hey everyone, it's Sydney and welcome back to your Toss of Social Salad. Today we are talking about a very common topic. Some might call it imposter syndrome, others may be self-doubt. There is nothing more discouraging than feeling as if you are an imposter in what you're doing. And I know so many hardworking entrepreneurs that just feel as if what they are putting out to the world is not enough. But I'm here to break down those barriers and help you guys out. We are constantly hearing about other people's successes, experiences, expertise, ideas around money and their businesses. And then I've noticed that when some of you amazing entrepreneurs have a great idea, you start and then you get stuck or you, you know, create something really great and then you're afraid to take it to the next step. And in today's world, there's so much out there online. People are selling things, as I'm sure you guys can see this, that aren't qualified, they're not qualified to sell it, and they're being dishonest, and people are buying into what they sell and then being let down. And then there are really good people out there, like all of you, I hope, who are putting their hard work into programs, services, or products, and putting it out there and are having to deal with the aftermath of consumers not trusting, not wanting to spend money, and that can form a lot of doubt. And there are many reasons beyond that, of course. You know, you know, maybe you don't compare yourself, you know, maybe that's not just, it's not you, but you launch something, a product, service, or program, and you don't get any interest. Or maybe you haven't even taken the first step because you feel like, why would someone even trust you? What makes you qualified? If you are falling under the, the comparison trap, stop. If you are suffering with imposter syndrome for other reason, let's talk about this. Let's just talk about the entire topic. It doesn't have to be imposter syndrome. I'm just not labeling anyone right now, but really it comes down to fear and self-doubt. So what happens with, we'll call, I mean, whatever we're going to call it, imposter syndrome, self-doubt, fear, you know, what happens is that you stop believing in yourself, you start doubting yourself. Maybe you had a bad experience with a coach, and this is maybe what started it. Maybe you're comparing yourself to someone else, as we just mentioned above, or maybe you are letting your insecurities take over your mind. Before we go further, just so you know, if you don't already, I'm not a therapist, I'm not an expert on this topic, but I'm just sharing what I know, what I see, and some solutions that might help you out. I don't know what that reason is that you might be suffering from this issue that many call imposter syndrome, which is very real, but I'm here to tell you that you are not alone and you need to shift your mindset. I will always be honest. So imposter syndrome, or whatever we're choosing to call it. It's actually something that I never even considered talking about until I started hearing it like every other day from clients about a year ago. It's very real. If you have imposter syndrome, or whatever we're choosing to call it, you are constantly drowning in self-doubt, inadequacy, and you might feel as if your proof of competence is overrun by feeling like a fraud. Have you ever felt that way before? 
maybe you don't feel like that to an extreme, but you've, you know, maybe just kind of felt it a little bit here and there, um, you know, but if you've ever doubted what you are doing because you feel like, why would someone buy from me or am I even good enough, then keep listening because we need to get you over that hump in order for you to take that next step. The first thing I want you to do or think about is, what is your long-term goal? What solution are you providing to people? What doubts and mental blocks are stopping you from getting there? You can re-listen to this episode, you can stop this episode now and answer these questions, or you can give it some thought. My suggestion would be to, at some point, write these out and, and just answer the questions. It's really important to do that. Sometimes when you see it on paper, it makes a huge difference. So when you understand your goal, or you see it on paper, the solution you're providing to people, and the doubts and mental blocks that are stopping you, you can map out solutions, which is why I suggest writing it out. So let me just clarify something that might make you feel a little bit better. If you are offering something that you feel really good about and then you start doubting yourself, I want you to think about this. You don't have to have a college degree in whatever it is you are offering. You do not have to be an expert with every detail in your field. You do not have to be the top and most well-known person in your industry in order to deliver a quality service product or program that people gain value from. You are also not going to necessarily connect with everyone or resonate with them. That's life. It's like friendships. Do you click with everyone? No, or at least I don't. I mean, I click with my friends, right? And, you know, what, what about the people you do click with, the friends you click with? You have a connection or even clients. You impact their life. Something that you are doing is making a difference. If you have created something that you feel good about and it can help someone, you can sell it. If you know just a little bit more about something and can offer it to help someone, again, product, service, or program, it's okay. If it is helping someone, you are not a fraud. If, if you are being honest and sharing what you know, that can be impactful. So maybe people didn't reply the first time you put something out, or maybe you feel like you aren't qualified as we already talked about, you know, whatever it is, that's okay. You have to also reflect on your current situation, right, in order to make progress. Did you just launch something for the first time? Did you just start something brand new? Have you been in business for a long time and now you want to try offering something different? Have you been launching successful products or services and had a failure? That's okay. Understand where you are stuck. Understand your long-term goal. Understand what solution you are, you are providing. Figure out what mental blocks are stopping you from getting there and then stopping you from accelerating. I'm going to give you a, a quick example and then I'm going to give you another example. A mental block of mine before starting a podcast was that I was going to keep making mistakes and I wasn't going to be able to speak well. As you can see throughout this podcast, I let myself just kind of speak and if I make a mistake with how I, I'm talking or you know I, I stutter or whatever it is, I keep going because I'm not perfect, but I know that what I'm delivering can be valuable to someone. We aren't perfect. There are, th there are podcasters out there who are incredible and who are incredibly qualified to be a podcasting expert. I'm not claiming to be a podcasting expert, but my point is that I could let my mental block stop me from providing value to all of you listening or and, and also perfectionism and, and all of those details, or I could figure out why I might have those mental blocks. I know that I am 
we're all very, we can all be very critical about ourselves. I'm very critical about myself because growing up, I was severely bullied. Every time I would speak, I was kind of made fun of. And so now as I'm doing this podcast, and I'm speaking, I'm so alert. I'm so self-aware of every little time I stutter or make a mistake. And what I do is I keep powering through and I keep providing value because I know that I am getting good responses. And I know because people tell me and I ask. So that was just an example right there because I noticed that I did, I stuttered or I said something, whatever. It it didn't flow as well as I thought, but you know what? That's not what matters. It doesn't make me, you know, unqualified. Does it make me, is it a mental block? Yeah. Like it stopped me from, for a really long time from doing what I wanted to do, but we have to acknowledge it and then we have to work through it and figure out the underlying cause. So that's not necessary. That's not necessarily imposter syndrome. I'm just giving you you know, examples of, of self-doubt, you know, whatever we want to call it, because this isn't, I can't necessarily give you a podcast about, you know, how to overcome imposter syndrome when I'm not an expert. I didn't study that. I just, I'm just sharing what I see. I'm calling it imposter syndrome, self-doubt, whatever it is. I'm just giving you an example. You know, we need to figure out what mental blocks are stopping us, you know, from getting to the places we want to be and stopping you from accelerating. And I believe beneath imposter syndrome or self-doubt lies fear, kind of like what I just mentioned. Fear stops us from taking action. Without action, there are no results. And by action in this episode, I'm referring to self-development, understanding what is holding you back. Think about why you do not feel as if you are, you know, qualified. Think about what you could have cre- what could have created those thoughts. Think about how you've allowed it to affect your life and what can happen if you overcome it. The possibilities. If you overcome it, what does your life look like? Remember, as long as you are one step ahead of the consumer you are selling to, again, product, service, or program, you have something to teach them because you are one step ahead. I can sit here and record this and motivate you and give you my honest opinion and examples, but until you actually sit down and reflect on your mind blocks and work through them, change will not happen. And when you work on what is holding you back, you gain opportunities, doors open, opportunities that can help you to get to where you want to be, right? So what if you were able to work through those mind blocks and actually go for it, build what you want, endure the failures, and take advantage of the lessons you learn that will help you to accelerate growth in business and in life, to be honest, because that is how you will reach your goals. This has nothing to do with imposter syndrome, what I'm about to share, in my opinion, or maybe it does, but it's something that I want to share with you. Many people, for example, grow up hearing, money doesn't grow on trees, money is difficult, money is hard to earn, rich people suck, they're greedy. Then we start thinking that it takes hard work to make money. And I mean, it does to some extent. Creating anything you want in life is challenging. Otherwise, everyone would be doing it. But those thoughts are limiting beliefs. They actually put pressure on us and make us not want to fully invest in ourselves. And by invest, I don't necessarily mean money, but just, you know, it can, this can apply to various situations. Um, they, they make us fearful of taking risks and doing things outside of our comfort zone. You know, like what would happen if you invested in yourself? But like, I'm not selling you anything, but like what would happen if you invested in yourself for the future and didn't have the limiting belief that money is hard, rich people suck, they're greedy and so on, or I'm unqualified? What would happen? What would the world come to an end? Would your business grow? Would it tank? I don't know, but you don't know things unless you try and unless you do something different. My point in all of this is that fear stems, or mental blocks stem from fear. Whether it's imposter syndrome due to underlying underlying fear or insecurities or any other fear, you have to get down to the underlying cause. Write it out. So 
you know, step one, the first thing that I think you should do is write it out. Figure out what you want, what solution you provide, what's stopping you from getting there. And keep in mind, if you are new to something or trying something new, know that it's normal to feel out of place or like you don't fit in. It's new. You learn, you grow. Now, let's go through an example of how you can work through this. Again, I'm not a professional. This is just my opinion. Let's pretend you're an Instagram marketer. Maybe you're selling a program or want to sell a program about how to grow your Instagram. Here is an example of, here are a few examples of mental blocks actually. Maybe your personal Instagram isn't where you want it to be and you only have client results. Actually, that's not a bad position to be in, but it's one that I, a mental block that I hear a lot. Maybe you feel like you could be doing more or maybe there are people out there who are doing better than you. Okay, I want to use maybe there are people out there doing better than you. Number one, why are you comparing yourself to other people? The comparison trap will kill you alone. Not, you know what I mean. Not kill you, but you know. Number two, have you put in hard work to learn about Instagram growth? Number three, do you have any knowledge in this area? Number four, have you ever worked with someone on what you have created? Number five, how do they feel about, you know, what you have to offer? Even if it's just one person, how do they feel about it? Number six, is the reason you feel like a fraud even related to your performance or abilities? Now you have some answers. So again, go back, think about these questions. Obviously, I just kind of listed them out, but go back, listen you know, to what I have to say, write them down, give it some thought. I want you to think about it so that you have some answers. And let's fix your thought process. I would love you guys, again, to please write this out because that's how you're going to actually, you know, make a change and you don't have to do it right this second, but maybe, you know, put some time in your calendar one morning. Maybe it's a Saturday morning, a Sunday morning, whatever it is. Maybe it's right now. Maybe it's tomorrow morning or at night after work, whenever, but sit down, take like a good hour and write it out. So that way you have like some structure when you're doing this. Okay. So I want you to write out what are three thoughts you tell yourself when these fears arise. Maybe you're telling yourself that you can't make mistakes. Maybe you're telling yourself that someone out there is better than you and your offer is half-assed. Maybe you're telling yourself it's wrong to ask for help. Now, next to each of those, write down where those thoughts may have come from. What we are doing is challenging your thoughts. You need to change what you tell yourself, but before that, you have to understand where it comes from. You can make mistakes. Mistakes are how you learn even though no one wants to make mistakes. It sucks, but that's how you learn. Your offer isn't half-assed and there are always going to, there's always going to be someone who's, who knows more than you or who's better than you at, at whatever it is you're trying to do. I have that mindset. There's always going to be someone, but I could be really good at what I do, right? That doesn't mean you're a fraud. And finally, the best thing you can actually do is ask for help. That's how you get answers. That's how you make progress. Change the story you tell yourself by first understanding where it came from. The fears, the bad feelings, and self-doubt is normal. We all go through it but it's what you do with it and that's how you make a change. You can let it consume you and then what will happen is that you won't actually achieve what you want and you'll just feel bad and then you might go back to your nine to five or you might continue doing what you're doing and you'll be in the same pattern going around and around and around trying to figure out a solution. I don't know if that's what you want, but I'm assuming it's not. You know, you can let it consume you or you can recognize it and do something about it. When you do something about it, you are taking steps to get closer to your goal. It's hard, guys. It's not easy work, but you can do it. Because when you do, you have to remember that you are one step closer to happiness and what you want in life, you know, business and just life in general. Figure out why you are feeling held back. Figure out what's stopping you. Figure out those mental blocks and start with this exercise and see if it helps. Or maybe this just motivates you and helps you to really, you know, take a step back and think about your actions and your thought process every day. 
Be consistent in your action. I am challenging you to this exercise. Wake up each day and state your new thoughts after you've done this exercise. And when you feel an old mental block or thought, you know, coming back through, challenge it with your new thought and keep moving forward. That's how, as Rocky says in the movies, that's how winning is done. <laughs> Do things that make you uncomfortable. Talk to someone and get feedback. One of my favorite ways to really gauge where I'm at in life is to ask people how they see me and if I'm selling something, what do they think? Do they find it helpful? And where can I improve? If they found it helpful, it reduces my fear. It gives me confidence. And if they give me areas where I can improve, well, they've just given me guidance to help make everything better. So talk about it. Ask for help. Try this exercise and know you aren't alone and you will get through it. I believe in you. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode today. I hope you found it informative, helpful, and I hope you take action. If you haven't already, go and join my free Facebook community, Social Salad Society. It's amazing. We give free tips and value every day. We have an entire program of experts that specialize in every area of marketing and, and, and self-development. So you're really going to get a lot of knowledge. It's just a place to learn and grow and connect and it's super positive. So, and if you also enjoyed this episode, please go ahead and leave a review. I would be so grateful. I am just here to make an impact. So thank you so much for listening to another episode of Social Salad Society, and I will see you all next Tuesday.